Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo. You're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Welcome to podcast number 188. Now, how about this? If you want communication, use a telephone. When you entertain the nation, it's a microphone. Dictation can be made on a dictaphone. That's communication. Communication. You can send a wire by telegram. Also get the news by teletype. Now we look in Mars through a telescope. That's communication. That's communication. Western Union telegram, cablegram too. Television, radiogram, bring a message true. Phone Express and air mail, a short wave. When you send this way, how much time you see? That's communication. Telegram, cablegram too. Television, radiogram, bang a message to you. Pony Express, air mail, short wave. When you send this way, how much time you see? That's communication. That was communication by Slim Gaylard, recorded in 1947. Slim Gaylard was born in 1911 and was an American jazz singer and songwriter who played piano, guitar, vibraphone and tenor saxophone. 
He was noted for his comedic vocalese singing and wordplay in his own constructed language. During World War II, Gaylord served as a bomber pilot in the Pacific, resuming his musical career after the war. In 1983, he settled in London, where he died of cancer on February 26, 1991, after a long career in music, film and television, spanning nearly six decades. Now, it's good to hear of a flourishing amateur radio club. And if you happen to be somewhere near the town of Sidmouth in Devon, you might want to pop along and visit their amateur radio society on their open day, which is an opportunity for them to show off their new club headquarters. And thanks to a little bit of endeavour, they got the local press to give them a bit of free publicity too. Sidmouth Amateur Radio Society got free publicity for their upcoming open day by contacting their local newspaper. As a result, the Sidmouth Herald newspaper reported that the Society is holding an open day on Sunday, September 4th at their new HQ in Sidford. The Sidmouth Amateur Radio Society, who are marking their 40th anniversary this year, are using the former Sidbury Football Club building behind the tennis courts in Byes Lane. It has space for up to 40 people to attend talks and has internet and Wi-Fi access. The open day runs from 10am until 4pm on September the 4th. On the day, the Society will be operating their club amateur radio station, called sign Golf Zero Alpha X-Ray Charlie, on both the VHF and HF parts of the radio spectrum. Tea and coffee will also be available. Anyone who holds an amateur radio call sign or is interested in obtaining a radio licence is welcome to come and find out more about Sidmouth Amateur Radio Society. You can read the full article by going to www.sidmouthherald.co.uk and the Sidmouth Amateur Radio Society is also on Facebook. If you're new to amateur radio, have a look at the article What is Amateur Radio? by going to www.essexham.co.uk forward slash what is amateur radio and that's all hyphenated, what is amateur radio? In the USA, the National Amateur Radio Society and the Spectrum Regulator have joined forces to create a team of volunteer radio hams who monitor the amateur bands and report on both good and bad operating practice, particularly if a violation of the amateur radio licence conditions is deemed to have occurred. This is clearly a major and ongoing effort to keep the ham bands clean, and they've just produced their report for July 2022. The American Radio Relay League, the representative body of radio amateurs in the USA, and the FCC, the American Spectrum Regulator, created the Volunteer Monitor Program to enhance compliance with amateur radio license conditions. In their July report, the monitoring program sent notices to two logging companies in Kettle Falls, Washington, for unlicensed operation on two-metre amateur radio frequencies. 
Volunteer Monitor Administrator Riley Hollingsworth, Kilo 4 Zulu Delta Hotel, said that commendations were issued to amateurs in New York for work in conducting the Community Daily Bulletin Board on the 146.97 MHz Mount Beacon repeater, and to amateurs in Pennsylvania for work with the Philmont Mobile Radio Club and involving the club in mesh Wi-Fi networking and field day operations. A commendation was also issued to an operator in Columbia, South Carolina, for facilitating amateur involvement in the Richland County Emergency Operations Centre and assisting amateurs in completing community emergency response team programmes. A technical class operator in Martinez, California, and a general class operator in Trenton, New Jersey, were issued with warning notices for FT8 operation on 40 and 20 metre frequencies outside their licence privileges. General class operators in Massapequa, New York, and Trenton, New Jersey, were issued with warning notices for single sideband operation on 14.201 and 21.270 MHz. General class operators in the USA have no voice privileges below 14.225 and 21.275 MHz. An operator in Indian Hills, California, received a notice for unlicensed operation on 144.390 MHz Simplex APRS during a high-altitude balloon operation. The regulator had cancelled their licence over a year before the flight. The final totals for volunteer monitoring during June 2022 were 1,676 hours on HF frequencies and 2,099 hours on VHF frequencies and above, making a total monitoring time of 3,775 hours. You can read more at www.arrl.org. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. Young people getting into science and technology will ensure the future of great engineering minds. And someone is going to invent the next fantastical apparatus for us all to play with and enhance our lives. So, from modest beginnings, here's the story of a 13-year-old girl who has embarked on a journey of understanding current technology and often repairing it. From that first spark of enthusiasm, the first time she saw the inner workings of a computer... Now she's part of a flourishing business. Mariam Ben-Naki is not your usual teenager. Unlike most 13-year-old girls, she has a passion for fixing phones and computers. After school, Mariam can be found tinkering away in her family's workshop in Tbilisi, in the country of Georgia. Peering into a magnifying glass, Mariam connects tiny intercrate parts to breathe life back into defective devices. She said that she likes to replace the batteries or clean the fans, and replace the paste that is used for cooling down the computers. She concentrates hard on reconnecting the smallest pieces. 
Maryam's interest in electronics was sparked when she was nine years old. Her stepfather, Thomas Burns, a former Hollywood cinematographer and self-proclaimed electronic nerd, was helping fix a friend's iMac computer. The colourful wires and shiny components instantly caught Maryam's eye. She recalled that when they took the screen off, there were lots of small parts that she was interested in. Also, wires were rooted through the computer, and she was curious about them. She wanted to know how the computer worked. She asked her dad about what this was and what that was, and offered to help with the things that he was doing. With her father's help, Mariam replaced the IMAX hard drive. To cultivate and hone his daughter's interest, Thomas offered to fix more friends and family's broken gadgets. Thomas said that Mariam was a naturally very curious person. He said he wished he could say that he inspired her to follow this path, but in reality it all came from her. For Thomas, the most important thing was that Mariam felt free to pursue her interests without any limitations and that she's not afraid to feed her curiosity. It didn't take long for word to spread and referrals started to flow in. Friends of friends began dropping off their broken hardware in the hopes the duo would restore them back to life. Thomas said that at some point they realised that they were just one Facebook page away from an actual business, and so they made it official, and now it's very much a full-time endeavour. The father-daughter team launched their family business and called it Mariam's Computer Repair. Not only is it projecting the fact that women can repair things, but it's also a point of pride for the family. Read the full story and watch a video at www.euronews.com and head for the culture section. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.